All right, as a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set, to be specific. So with Drew and Jet and Bear, we try to have really intentional playtime. And that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life. I love with KiwiCo that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in. So each box, this one's the colorful chemistry set. Um, this has to do with science, but especially with Bear, it can be really hard with a four month old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to Bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved yes. recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the Colorful Chemistry Kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept him really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors, and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids, and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code COUPLE. So I learned that growing up, and I didn't realize that I missed that out of a, out of a partner. You were in <laughs> bed answering emails. Like, that's not healthy. And that was her calling that out. Super thankful for that. And I basically put a camera in his hands and I was like, there's a lot of tutorials online. You can learn how to use this if you want. Now give me something. <laughs> <laughs> See, it is a fan. <laughs> <laughs> All I have to do is read. All I have to do is read. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples and the things they go through. We are so excited for today's episode. We're sitting down with our friends Madeline Bailey and Jimmy Benrood, who we've known for about four years. About four years. They are the coolest people, the coolest couple. They are married and far more talented than... Yes. I mean, everyone. So you may be familiar with Madeline from YouTube. She has over 7 million subscribers, and some of her songs have over 250 million views. She is a singer with a voice of an angel. She has sold out shows all around the world and is an extremely talented artist. Jimmy has been an integral part of her success. In today's episode, we talk about what their teamwork looks like, and it parallels ours a lot. Without further ado, our interview with Madeline and Jimmy. Please, if you guys haven't checked both of them out. Follow Madeline. Get ready for some amazing music. She even wrote a song while she was at our house. Yeah. But a lot of her um, original songs are getting ready to drop. So. Yeah. So if you want to learn more about them, you can find them in the show notes down below. And let's jump into this one with Maddie and Jimmy. Madeline, Jimmy, thank you for joining us today. I just have to start by saying every time we spend time with you guys, it's like so much fun. So thank you for coming and hanging out with us. It makes us really miss LA. Oh. 
We miss you. We miss all LA our friends in you. LA. We we've known each other for what three years now? Four years yeah. maybe? Yeah, something like that. It all started in an escape game, correct? <laughs> it did. Yes. And I think we Hollywood lost. Hollywood horror. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> did we get out? Uh, I. You know what? Yeah. With that team, we Which had to have. We definitely did. It was yeah. the zombie one, right? The one with the not the zombie one, but the one with the, an actress in it. In the yes. Room. Oh, I hated that the one. The actress so much. was yeah terrifying. Ter- yeah. Yes. You did not know she was there until she jumped out at you. <laughs> She's hiding. How did that one end? I can't picture how that one ends. It was this, it was not the circus. It was daycare. It was daycare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys do the ones me. where it ends in like the the trays? That was in no. DC. I don't know. That was in DC. Oh, you're getting your escape games mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to tell you guys a story. Okay? okay. A young girl with a budding career from a Midwest town. <laughs> Grows up, meets a strapping, handsome young lad, <laughs> and they support that girl's career. Who does that story apply to? Them. Both of us, I think, <laughs> except for the strapping part. The strapping me. part. Strappingly handsome. Why? Okay. <laughs> Again. Okay. We've been talking about this for the past now 48 hours. Both of our husbands do this like self-deprecating thing they're like oh i'm not talented oh i'm not handsome oh i'm terrible stop it yeah you guys are amazing just brutally honest (laughs) no like i think you're brutally dishonest we're both very very aware that what we're doing is not possible without you yes so the fact that you guys don't fully we fully appreciate it is what i'm trying to say i don't know that you guys fully appreciate it but we fully appreciate it I think we connect with you guys so well because we do share. I, it's like a pretty similar situation. Yeah. You started your career singing when you were how old? Um, well, I posted my first video on YouTube in 2009. Wow. I was singing before then and playing at co- local coffee shops and writing songs maybe five years before that even. So. Wow. If you guys haven't heard her, by the way, she's <laughs> probably the best singer in the world. <laughs> She just like sings around the house. I'm like, can you just do this forever? <laughs> Thank you. It's not true. I'm not the best vocalist ever, but I secretly still want to like bring Drew up here. Just have you sing to her just to oh, see no, what's going to happen later. That's my answer. Yeah, I have a song. Yeah, for t- I no, TikTok. I cannot wait. We're, I don't want to mess with TikTok. I want I'm you to mess it. with TikTok. I want you to put it on TikTok. <laughs> Listen, I need you to help me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> she, Maddie just wrote a song in about I'm almost minutes. 2 million followers on TikTok. So I'm like, She's holy crap. So I'm now. like, you know what I mean? I'm like, let's do it. I have like, okay. like 200,000. <laughs> TikTok is so funny because I, I feel like TikTok. I never take it's, it fully seriously. But it's just like, it's just a lot of fun. I don't know. I feel like I I'm way too old to be on there. I still don't really get it. I feel like it's a fast track to adult ADHD. Am I right? Like, and then two hours later, you're still doing that. Oh yeah. My gosh. Very true. That's nuts. Okay. <laughs> First, how did you guys meet? Since it's the show of couples, we yeah. have to know. Yeah. So, um, in my town of Wisconsin, Jimmy's sister in law, Siri, she took my pictures from for my music and she'd been doing that for a couple of years and she'd been kind of trying to set me up with Jimmy for like two years. And there was just one point over Christmas break where I was single at the same time that he was single. And she set us up on a blind date together. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sean and I have been open about our journey with marriage counseling, and it's been really helpful for us. We all carry around different stressors, both big and small, and it's important to sort those out so they don't affect your relationship. I agree, and therapy is such a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. We've been meeting with the therapist individually and as a couple, and it's been a great way to sort through any stressors in the week and have better communication about how we're feeling, which is hard to do when you're busy with kids. BetterHelp is an incredible option if you're thinking of giving therapy a try. It's all online, so it's convenient and flexible with your schedule. It's also nice that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, so you make sure it's a good fit for you. We would highly recommend trying it out. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EastFam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash EastFam. Uh, we our first date was at Applebee's. <laughs> Half off app. Shout out Applebee's. That's, that was actually a classy place in our town. If it shows you anything about hey, like where we're from, we're from the Midwest too. Applebee's was the place yeah, to go. Yeah. yeah, and no, this is not an ad, guys. We Applebee's was just the place to go. Madeline said there's more cows than humans in their town, though. In my hometown, yeah, because there's only a thousand people in Boyceville. There's far wow. more than a thousand cows in Boyceville. <laughs> wow. How often do, do you go back to Boyceville? Uh, a couple times a year, maybe three. Three feels like a good number. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> um, so you went on this first date. Yes. We, we kind of got the lowdown a little bit last <laughs> night. You don't have to share all the, the dirt, but... I would like to see how the relationship grew and progressed from there. Yeah, so our first date was actually like a trifecta date. So mm -hmm. we went to Applebee's. It was great. Lava cake. Um, and then we went to, to a movie. <laughs> Got to highlight the lava cake. Then we went to a movie. We went to The, the Hobbit. Hobbit. And then we went back to Longest my, movie in history. So long. But we kind of chatted throughout it. So oh, it wasn't okay. like this like awkward thing yeah. where you're sitting next to each other. Yeah. yeah. But we weren't that obnoxious couple talking. In I was about theater. to say, okay. you guys you talking know what I mean? movies? What the Just heck? like little. I love talking like through little, movies. No. Seriously? <laughs> oh, I love it. I'll, like, I'll even pause a movie at a spot if I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so profound. Or I love this part. I'll pause it and like talk. And then you do that there. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't like it though. I don't like it. Okay, <laughs> I love it. So we were like analyzing it, I guess. And then um then we went back to my house on the very first day. Yes, yeah, so I met his parents Crazy. on our on the first day. Oh my gosh. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. My dad was holding Did a, you know already that you're gonna marry this girl? So why pretty much. I mean it was oh, like it didn't need so to <laughs> go I mean, three three dates in one is kind of crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Uh, but yeah, so we went back to my place and my my parents' place, and my dad was in standing in the kitchen holding a piece of Swiss cheese, mm. looking at us through the hole in it. Okay, so okay. just to give you an idea of what kind of character he is. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so that was a nice welcome to the fam. Yep. Then we watched Duck Dynasty and played foosball. You yeah. have such a which I kicked your butt at. It was a fun. It was a fun. He's glazing over this. Wait, how many years ago was this? We don't need to talk about. I'm that so part. good at foosball. Seriously? Yeah. I have no coordination when it comes to foosball. So I can't bad. figure out how to like <laughs> There's a lot happening. First of all, based on your form what I just saw, you're good. <laughs> yeah. That is so bad right there. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Oh my god. I'm not even kidding. The ball will be in the goal before I even get my hand on the right nozzle <laughs> thing to like maybe no. Yeah. I'm like five minutes delayed on that game. What year did you guys start dating? Oh, uh 2012, very end of 2012. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys have a very vivid memory for that many years I don't ago. Remember our first day. I like just know it was my me. sophomore year of college, like halfway through winter well, break. We did. We did shortly after that. We made a video telling our dating story, and we like re we yeah. reenacted it for the video. Went back to Applebee's, got some lava cake. <laughs> oh my! <God. laughs> but actually. <laughs> For the video, we like took them to like what our first date looked like. Go back like. to Applebee's every year now for your anniversary. No, we definitely no. should <laughs> for your 10 definitely. year anniversary. Is what you should, yeah, yeah, 100%. Or like maybe we'd go to like Bali for our 10 year. I don't think Applebee's is, is in Bali, yeah, true. You know, so how long after you dated did you propose? Uh, I had just over a year, it was actually on Valentine's what? Day because, yeah, he's a yeah, he's did. he needs events to make events. I was. He's not somebody who can just be like, I'm going to propose when I want to on a Tuesday. No, he needs like it to be Valentine's Day. That's when I'm proposing. That's the kind of guy he is. Yeah, it's I pretty do nice cl- things on her birthday. You know what I mean? I do <laughs> nice things <laughs> other days. Let's come on. <laughs> Holidays, birthdays. I'm going to give her a card today. No, I got to wait a year. I need yep. to wait for the next exactly. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. You you are kind of a structured guy. I interviewed Jimmy on my podcast, Redirected. That was like a year and a half ago. That, that was least, a while yeah. ago. Yeah. And we talked about how you were in pre-med. Yeah. Which I totally just shows forgot about this. This guy's a, yeah. a genius right in front of us. Not a genius. Okay. No, well. he's has no talent whatsoever, <laughs> as he would say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's actually comical. Hold the phone. We have an MBA from Vanderbilt. We have a pre-med guy. And they both are like, eh, we're not smart. <laughs> Here's the thing. Our whole life is just supporting you two in your careers, I feel like. But it's not. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Well, but I the think... The conversations are all... It's but, rewarding. But, but, but hasn't it become 100%. a part yeah, of what yeah. you're doing, though? I'm not saying it's not great, and we're not good at what we do, but it is it is all about you guys, and it's fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would argue, and you guys might be different because it is music, and you're like, you're creating music. But for us, my... F- it's weird to say this out loud, but like my face has become a brand and you utilize that brand. Like not in a weird way, but it's like a business that you manage. So that's where it gets difficult. And that's where like we can relate with you guys so well, like not only our background, but like what we're doing now, it's like the separation of, of work your work life and like your family life Mm -hmm. and like where does that cross especially like especially especially for you guys well and because your family life is and to like paint the picture for everyone for about the guys the husbands you guys are incredible businessmen so if you just have some random person that you're managing you're managing a talent it's your job to like creatively paint out the trajectory of, of their business. And you have to think of them almost as like, I don't want to say a prop, but a prop. Now add into that the confusion and like the dynamic of it's your wife. That makes <laughs> it sound really nasty. I feel no, like. I know it sounds nasty, but it's not because we've all figured out how to do it in a way yeah. that we both love and respect. Like I respect you, you respect me. And vice versa. It's just that's how complicated it is. Because you as husbands have to manage a business. We have to be talent and like creative. And figuring out a way for both those to mesh with husband and wife, now mom and dad, is insane. Have you guys 
have you guys proactively had conversations? Like, did you guys think through like, okay, this is going to be the effect of us working together. And like, this is how we can structure it to like make it healthy still. Or did it just, for us, it just kind of like happened. I didn't have a job. So I started making YouTube videos and then we've tried to like catch up and create safeguards around that. But yeah, I, I, I think like I, I would have been okay with Jimmy having gone on to school and done what he wanted to do. But I did always have this like little hope that he would rather work with me. Mm. And so when he, he had an opportunity to have a year off between going to med school and when he graduated. And so he came to live with me in, in LA. We were married at that time, but he came to live in LA with me. And I basically put a camera in his hands and I was like, there's a lot of tutorials online. You could learn how to use this if you want. And he did. And he learned how to film and he learned how to edit and he learned how to color. He learned like he, he taught himself everything. And, and it made my life so much easier because up, up until then I was doing all the filming and editing and coloring. And so it just like took that, that off my plate. And I don't even think about that anymore, which is wow. so cool. But he taught himself that he hadn't ever touched a camera, at least with me. Like I knew YouTube was what I, I wanted to do and I'd been doing it for years and figuring it out. And, and, but we live in this like really cool era of like, if there's anything you want to learn how to do, you can. And that's like my, all-time favorite piece of like YouTube and where we're at. Like I learned how to put on makeup because of YouTube tutorials. He learned how to film a video because of YouTube tutorials. And now if I want to learn how to play harp, I can learn that on YouTube. (laughs) Barber. (laughs) (laughs) I love Maddie is like, she's like so meek and chill most of the time. But then we get little glimpses of like, I love it. Put a camera in his hand and said, learn it. She's very fiery. And it's inspiring. Uh, oh, this morning we were working out, and at the end she was getting all hyped up about Jimmy not being confident enough. And he was, she was like, "You just gotta believe that you can do it, and you can do it." No, and no, I was I, like, "Oh yeah. my god, I'm pumped up." I'm just like, but I didn't think this was a real thing. But when you actually say, it's not like it's no, it's more than a positive affirmation. But it's like when when I tell myself I am somebody who writes hit songs. I haven't written a hit song yet, right? Technically. When I tell myself I'm somebody who writes hit songs, I suddenly start behaving like somebody who writes hit songs. And what does that behavior look like? I'm writing every single day. I'm challenging myself. I'm listening to new music. I'm reading books. I'm doing all the things that I know make are going to make me a hit songwriter. But you have to tell yourself you're that before you're there. Because if you don't even believe it, how are you ever going to get there? I mean, it, it goes even further than that. If you don't believe it, then you don't believe you should be in a room with certain people. And you don't believe you deserve to go to certain events yeah. or get certain opportunities. You, I mean... It can ruin your career. I don't want to. That's dope. We should just we should just cut that out and, <laughs> and make that a podcast in of itself. You guys are like everyone knows that finding the perfect T-shirt with like the quality and the fit is near impossible. I told you guys that I found Skims while I was pregnant, and now postpartum, I found the best nursing bra known to mankind from Skims. Well, they've outdone themselves again because they now have the perfect t-shirt, especially postpartum with a changing body. I can guarantee you, you won't find a t-shirt like it. I love also that Skims has a fit for everyone from the long t-shirts to the cropped. They truly have like sizes and qualities and styles for every single thing you could want. So the cotton jersey t-shirt is the one that I'm talking about. It is an absolute staple. I feel like I'm reaching for it literally every day, especially nursing with bear It's breathable and soft, and it somehow gets even softer and still holds its shape after every wash. If I could only recommend two of the Skims t-shirts, I would say the cotton jersey t-shirt, which I have in mineral, or the boyfriend t-shirt, literally in any color, are probably my two favorite t-shirts that they make. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X.
After you place your order, select podcast in the drop down menu, select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one. Like more in the limelight though, you've had more of that like momentum of success. You know what I'm saying? For like Jimmy and I, it's just like we're we're we almost have to be more humble, I feel like. Or it's it is humbling experience. Does that make sense? I'm not saying I'm like super humble, but it's like it's my it's my job to like put myself second behind you. Nobody cares about freaking we were just in New York and it was like, Hey, we're here to interview Sean. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's how it should be. But there's still part of me that's like, got to check my confidence. You know, does that make sense? So I gotta, I gotta decrease my confidence. I understand where that thought comes from, but I think that, that in the same way that maybe you see, I don't see how you see yourself as like second Mm -hmm. to it because I don't see like with Jimmy, it's like, sure. I'm the one being interviewed, but like he's the one I talk through all these questions with beforehand mm-hmm. and like helps me figure out the answers and how to communicate well. Like I don't I'm not the greatest at communicating in conversation, which might seem strange to you because <laughs> we have great conversations. <laughs> but like I well I, 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 I guess what I'm saying is like I feel like what like the best things I'll ever say are, are in my songs. And so like if I want someone to know something something about me, I just want to sing them a song. Like I feel like that speaks about me best and like the things I want to say. But this guy can have conversations with anybody at any time and he's so invested and people just love him. And I just, that's such a cool ability. I don't have that ability. Yeah. <laughs> I would also say too, speaking about like the limelight versus your guys, I don't think it, I don't think you have to take any confidence away because my career would not exist without you right now. Not at all. And people would argue like, oh, Olympics, whatever. No, that relevance ship has sailed. Every four years, that relevance like moves on to the next girl. So like the Olympics are gone and I've maintained a career within my brand of my face pretty much because of what you've created. So yes, people... Like when we were in New York, I walk into a room and they're like, oh, we want to interview Sean. That's your doing. And also Andrew, some, you're awesome. And I, you too, bro. It, it I also, know. It also, no, it, I mean, it reveals selfishness that I have that thought that like I should be interviewed too. I but think anyway, that's completely normal though. Am, am I, we I all grew speak up in Midwest towns. I don't want to speak for you. So am I, am I verbalizing anything that you relate to? No, not. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. No, you're not speaking no, for me. Actually, you're not, not speaking for me. Um, <laughs> No, but at the same time, obviously, like, we're incredibly, incredibly proud of everything. No doubt. Yeah, like, but I do, yeah, I mean, we all have those thoughts and whatever, Yeah, you know, goes on. I mean, the thing is, I don't even know that I should be interviewed. When somebody wants to interview (laughs) me, I don't even know that, like, I think I should do that. Like, I don't know why anybody wants to talk to me most of the time. I I will say, though, like, recently we've... (laughs) Same. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just a person. I happen to sing and I happen to write songs. But I'm, I'm, I am just, you know. If you think about the big picture, though, all of these characters that you see being interviewed, so actresses, singers, dancers, athletes, whatever, famous people, you're interviewing them, but it's a team who made them. Yeah. Yes, they have a talent. Absolutely. But that talent would be nothing without the team. It's just we live in a culture where the team isn't the one who does the interview. But if you actually watch that interview and you know how it works, you know, they're not saying anything that hasn't been put through 
a media circuit or a press circuit, you know, they're not wearing clothes that weren't okayed by a stylist. And, you know, their business team is watching from a different state. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a village and it's almost, yeah, it's just, it's different. And also the ability to, the, the ability to stay organized too. Like I don't, I just don't have that. Like if I didn't have people like helping me with emails and, and scheduling things in my calendar and reminding me that when you'd go to a different time zone, everything in your calendar shifts, like what I even do, I would lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You're about to drop a bomb. Oh, well, I was just saying like go, to go back to like the original, original question, like how do we balance work and life? I think originally it did start like just naturally. And then we obviously ran into some walls where like, Hey, we're answering emails at nine 30. We're in <laughs> bed answering emails. Like that's not healthy. And that was her calling that out. Super thankful for that. Cause yeah. I'm like a workaholic. We both are really, but like to have that kind of recognition and like just self, just understanding of like the situation. And there's greater things happening than just answering an mm-hmm. email that could be easily answered tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. 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 So, I often, so I'm like, I often times. tell him, I'm like, will the world end if we don't answer this tonight? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, I should start. That's your answer. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I want you to share what your structure is that you have throughout the day. You, you mean the alarms yeah. that I have set to my phone? They're, one might go off. They're no. more for me, just, I feel like, than they are for Well, her. I'm just like, I get like, I'll start writing a song and then that's just what I'll be doing for the next eight hours if I don't, if an alarm doesn't go off and to remind me to eat food and like work out. And so I literally have from 6 a.m. and I wake up till 8, 7 p.m. I have alarms that tell me to water my plants and check emails. And I have like, yeah. Yeah, we have our, at 7.30, the alarm goes off. That's the last alarm. It goes off and it says, this is your last, this is, it's, I call it check-in, but it's like the last opportunity. If you have an email that we have to answer tonight, that's the, this yeah. is the time. <laughs> I really want to start doing that. Like Super that. helpful. <laughs> and the, she uses a little emoji too. It's mm-hmm. the like envelope with the heart on it. Oh, cute. So it's yeah. Yeah, super adorb, adorbs. Adorbs. <laughs> it's cool. I, I am super thankful. I feel like every couple is a team obviously. And there's like so many tasks that need to be divided, whether it's house chores or like things with the kids, if you have kids for us, it, it does complicate things because there's a bigger task list because of work mm-hmm. is involved. But I feel like it's forced us to really appreciate one person's strengths and the others and like depend on the other person, which is good in all areas. Like our, us working together, I think has made us better for house chores and better with Drew. And Absolutely. Because I don't know about you guys, but when we started working together, it was the same way. You start working together and it's perfect. Then you get a little deeper and all hell breaks loose pretty much because you figure out you have different styles. You're better at certain things. I knew for me, I had never like worked with you before or a significant other. So I was full control. I mm-hmm. controlled everything and trying to figure out how to let go of the reins and to have someone else take a directive and a creative role and kind of take that career and pass somewhere else that I had never envisioned mm-hmm. was terrifying. So we would get in arguments and then trying to figure out at the end of the day, how do you turn off work partners and become husband and wife again and put all that behind you? And then all of a sudden just be like, Oh babe, I just want to cuddle is so <laughs> difficult. Yeah. And that's real. We ended up implementing our structure was we used to work on our main level of our house. So down in the living room, Lexi knows this, and it was just utter chaos. 
But when work was done, all of that stuff would still be sitting around. And we could never get past it. And so I ended up moving everything up to our upstairs. And I'm like, when work is done, you go downstairs and you can't go back upstairs. Because it's, and you guys have done this like really well, where first of all, the honesty and and Madeline saying, hey, I need a cutoff point is huge. Like, I feel like some people harbor that and they just like let it fester and it ends up bad. But then having a third party who almost holds you accountable, whether that's like removing this, the physical stuff that's directly in front of me. So I can't like look at my computer and want to go edit a video or have an alarm that signals it's done. You know, I think that's really good just to have that. Are there any structures that aren't in place yet or you haven't put in place that you want? Actually, yes. Here we go. She just uh, showed me this book and we're both reading it simultaneously, but um, essentially it's, what's it called? Getting things done. Getting things done. Uh-huh. It's a and classic. One of, there's there's a couple <laughs> things, and we're working on the first thing. It's called the two-minute rule. So if anything takes two minutes or less, or less, just do it. The second you think about it. Just do it. So if you need to like load the dishwasher, it's going to take you less than two minutes, just do it. Now it's wow. not on your brain anymore. If you need to take mm. out the trash, if it's answering a really quick email. But obviously you have your cutoffs. Um, and then the other one is like an in-tray, out-tray of ideas and things that will take long. But not just that idea or action, that you, not just idea, but the action you have to take immediately next to get to achieve your goal, essentially. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I think like like a big, and we st- obviously we're still working on this, but like a, the thing we would fight about the most is... Sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy bringing up things at wrong at the, at inappropriate still times. Just it. times where I'm not. I do, just I don't want to talk it. about it. But, but, it. but it's because we the same, bro. It'll, like yeah. it'll pop into his head while we're eating dinner, and he'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I just remembered. There's this huge email thing that you need to reply to." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it what? comes like, from a place of passion." <laughs> I know, but, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm literally have food in my mouth. I'm not gonna like, I I can't <laughs> yeah. help you right now. This isn't. I'm not gonna. I'm not in a place. so i think like what this helps us with is when like writing down literally everything that you need yourself to do like it frees my brain from having to think about it and then when like in your calendar when the alarm goes off and you're like it's time to answer emails then all of those lists of emails that you've just said i need to reply to these people that you can just pull that up and you can just check all those off at the same time i like that yeah it i don't know it's It's really hard to make that a habit though i feel like it is, but I've become so much less stressed mm-hmm. that like I will do anything to maintain that. Well, it, you have to, and people might be confused why we're, we become so OCD about structures, but when your house becomes your work, mm. if you don't have those structures in place, you can't keep a relationship because mm-hmm. you work and live in the same place. Yeah. So there's no way to turn it off unless you force it to be turned off. And yeah, we're still working on it. It's funny. I, so we've known each other for years and I'm, I love that because we've each grown and learned new things along the way. When we first met you, you guys were big into the streaming, mm-hmm. which video game, like again, what we do is so weird because singing, you're thinking about it all the time because you love it and like it's your job. But then video, like people pay, play video games at home casually, but for you guys for like a year and a half, two years, 
it was freaking work and you guys were streaming for eight hours a day sometimes <laughs> yeah a couple times a week and we'd bring our gear everywhere mm-hmm. like, i remember when the, you brought it to big bear oh my gosh yeah. and set up in the garage yeah. Yeah. and then you wouldn't yeah. even go to the bathroom it was like you could, <laughs> it was nuts but i don't know why i brought that up it was just like the work ethic is insane it's also cool you mentioned you feel less stressed as we have grown and done this longer, you realize like ways to de-stress and help each other de-stress. So it's just cool. Like, I feel like you guys are, I'm glad you didn't bring the video game set up, you know, yeah. here. Yeah. So we can hang <laughs> out last night. Me too. But yeah, no, we're doing that less. Now. Okay. Are you ready for the big question that we hinted oh, okay, towards sure. earlier? Yeah. Are you ready for this? I think so. Okay. Who wants to go first? Maddie? Me? Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. What do you most love about Jimmy? Oh. Um, was that like a sigh of relief, Jimmy? Yeah, because I have a word (laughs) into it. Do you want me to go? No, no, no. I I know. I'm. I'm just. I'm forming it. Um. She's gonna say something. I like that he. Like I'm. Can be very serious and very intense, and I. And I. I. I tend to forget to enjoy life, and Jimmy reminds me to enjoy life like i just look at his face and he's just he's you know he's he's he can be serious but he, you you're mostly pretty funny you're mostly lighthearted. you try to keep <laughs> things light <laughs> but like i just look at his face and i'm like yeah i think we just need to like enjoy our, each other's company and enjoy where we're at and yeah there's something about you that brings like a lightness to my in, intense nature so wow <laughs> that's really yeah. sweet okay jamie and I would say integrity. Integrity is the word. Um, yeah, it has to do with every single way that you live your life and everything. I think I don't think there's a stronger thing than that. Like our relationship, your work, your family life, everything. Mm. You just hold. You just you expect the most, but you give the most. Mm. So. <laughs> see see why we wanted That's to wait so to tell nice. you the question <laughs> can i share something about i want to start this i want to start saying something about you that no, I no. every time no yeah. no do it your no. perspective i feel like okay. is so awesome and it's so much different than mine but it's so much wiser and it blows me away every time thank like, you like wow you're freaking wise wise woman thank you now give me something that you <laughs> see it is a fan <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you are the most amazing father I've ever seen. Really? And it's the most attractive thing in the world. It was funny. Maddie and Jimmy. So Madeline and Jimmy came to town for the baby shower. Four months later, they come back and meet Drew for the first time. Yeah. And they're holding the baby each independently. And Madeline was like, oh my gosh, Jimmy, you holding the baby is super attractive. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Was. Well, I've just never seen him hold a baby. Yeah. I, I don't like because I think maybe your nieces and nephews you held them when they were babies, but I've never seen you hold a baby, and I was yeah. like, oh. My and God. seeing a guy like make faces at a baby and like and try to make them laugh, like, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Drew's uh, a good baby. Yeah, she's Drew's the best baby. baby. She's a good baby. We think she's pretty cool. Um, okay, here's another one. We didn't prep you for this one either. <gasps> okay, cool. Okay, ready. Jimmy, you have to go first this time. Oh man. What's your biggest pet peeve oh. with each other? <laughs> Where to begin? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and there's no cop out. There's no like, oh, they're perfect. Oh, no, yeah. they're not. I've got one. Oh, Everyone's uh, got pet peeves. Yeah. I mean, I'm a really organized person. Okay. I don't, not so much. And okay. it's tough for me to live in like a disorganized place. So if there's dishes and there's I mean, garbage and there's, okay, you're using I a like plate, but you don't put it in the dishwasher like after you use it. Anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like I li- like literally you showed me your notes and they're written on a, a piece of paper towel. Literally. Yeah. But I, okay. <laughs> we were playing code names last night where you have to like lay out five, Jimmy, five by the five same. cards. I mean, and, I do do that. And I laid them out and then Jimmy reorganize them to make them there was such a mess i know (laughs) andrew's way of like playing with anything is like throw it you do this Uh, thing you do this thing hey this is no you asked no question nope i have to throw this one out there he does this thing and i keep calling him out on it and he laughs because he doesn't even notice where he'll grab a paper towel use it wad it up and just throw it in oh any random gosh, direction. She is it's, it's, for plan, it's for sustainability. I don't want to throw away. Because I want to use it again in a little. Exactly. exactly. No. 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 Nice. Okay. She, okay. I will. Get I will. You, I, I will. Watch. <laughs> I will use that one paper towel all day, and then maybe the next away. day. Yeah, but she Thank can throw mine away. <laughs> On the counter, counter. close Uh, to the trash can. Yes. Or there's a third option. She'll aim for the trash can, clearly misses it. And leaves it. Yes. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't get it. That I don't love. I've learned (laughs) to not take the other stuff personal because she's not, she doesn't mean to leave the kitchen cabinet door open or like. Oh, my gosh. You guys are the same person. That is pretty freaky. So far, all the pet peeves have applied to me Mm. so far. She's she's also becoming more organized. We have had I don't want to take her creativity away, but. The the two-minute rule has been helping me a lot, like an extreme amount. It really has. If it takes me two minutes to pick it up, I'll pick it up. If it, if it's more than two minutes, two I'll minutes. leave it for Jimmy to do later. <laughs> but when you walk around the house and you're just picking up paper towels everywhere, I'm like, uh, you didn't reuse them, obviously. We're talking like two. We're talking like two mm. paper towels max. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay. I was I was reading a book called The Thirty Wait, Lessons. She has to do hers. Sorry, please go ahead. No, no, no. Go through Thirty Lessons. I'm I'm thinking. I have a my you know. I'm thirty sorry. lessons for living. Uh, <laughs> or sorry, Thirty Lessons for Love. This guy also wrote a book called Thirty Lessons for Living. He interviews like a thousand people who are 65 or older married couples um, and like gets their tips and tricks on how to make it work. And one of the things was if it doesn't matter when you're 80 years old, people have different styles. So don't fight over everything. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's such an, not that that's like a serious argument, but realize like what's really important and what's not, you know what I'm saying? So, so Jimmy, that, that means we're going to be taking out paper mind. towels till we're 80. <laughs> <laughs> My back's going to hurt. <laughs> okay, man. Um, okay. There's a, there's a lot. Whoa. <laughs> uh, but I'll just pick a few. Maybe you just want. I'll pick I'm one. The, the most recent, the most, like, the newest pet peeve that's been driving me insane is his, his inability to sit and have a conversation for longer than five to 20 minutes. That like 20, if I can get him for 20 minutes, that's a good day. It's a good conversation, but he like can't help. Like he's, he's, he will literally flutter around the kitchen organizing things. Like, like you said, like the board, he'll be putting things while we're talking and I can't handle it. I'm like, you need to look at me when I'm talking to you. Like I, I like, he's like, well, but I'm listening. And I'm like, your body language says 90% of what you need to say. But so if you're not looking at me, I don't believe you're listening to me. And so this drives me absolutely insane. He'll be like putting things away, putting dishes away, washing the counter, just anything, every playing with the dogs, anything. And I'm just like, 
oh my gosh, 20 minutes. Stay focused. I don't know Come if on. Jimmy's like this, but Sean, <laughs> when she's upset at me, no you eye clean. contact, same thing. She won't pay attention to me and she'll clean. She like gets in this organization. <laughs> Maybe like, it's just me stressing you out and you're like, oh, anxiety. Realizing how much stuff there is to do. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible excuse. But um, here's what's cool about you two. So you're both so intriguing to me because you have so many different levels of interests. Um, you're like super into nutrition and physiology. I feel like she gave us like a 15 minute discourse on, <laughs> I don't even know what the frig it was about last it was night. Amazing. It was great, but she was so passionate about it. You we were, talking, you talk? we were talking about addiction. We were ta- that's yeah. Right. Which was, yeah. Oh, that's which right. fascinating. But Sorry yes. for forgetting. Uh, but you were vegan. Do you talk openly about that? Sure. No, yeah. I, I, no, I mean, I, ha- I haven't had opportunities to, but she, yeah, I mean, I, I talk about a little for on like social media. Four years, five years, five years. Yeah. Here's what's cool though. You guys both grew up in Wisconsin, moved to LA, way different vibe, mm. way different vibe. You probably don't know anyone from your upbringing that does something similar to what you do, mm. nor you. No. But you've conquered all these things as a team, including these different interests, whether that's, you were, I'm sure you guys had these conversations, but it was like, okay, we're going to do, we're going to be vegan and then we're going to uh, do whatever I feel like you guys actually try out different things and see what yeah. works, but I love how much support there is. And this is way different than anything we are familiar with from our upbringing, but we're doing it together and that's what matters. So yeah. it's pretty fun, honestly. Yeah, it is fun. I mean, I think that's something cool about the two of us is like when we try something, we don't just like, it isn't all those half hearted things. Yeah. It's like we really do it so we can try to understand it and see if it works. And, you know, and I still apply a lot of what I, of what I've, taken away from being vegan to like what I'm doing now. But I think like the, the whole, the whole start with like experimenting with, 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 with being vegan was, was not necessarily the, the moral side of it, which comes, which came later into the journey, but like more that I just have terrible digestion. And so I've just been like on a mission to figure out how I can live my life the best I can. I, I cause it's, and you know, like when you eat something that like for example, lactose. It just ruins. It just ruins your day the next day. It just does. It's just Why'd like, you have to share that with everyone? Andrew is lactose intolerant. Everyone. He <laughs> still believes he's not. But a it's milkshake, like a milkshake will tell me differently. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah a my, piece of cheese will tell you differently. Uh, yeah. You better have a bathroom around. Yeah. yeah, it's just like the 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 part about being like like a vocalist is like if I'm not healthy, I can't sing. It's not like a it's not like a any other sort of illness or injury that you can kind of like push through or like you, you know, you, you work out until you feel the pain or whatever. No, it's like, if your voice is hurt, you literally can't use it. It's not like I can sing quieter at a show. It's like, if it's, if I've, my throat is injured, I can't do anything. And so a, a lot of that comes with like, so that's, that's why I feel so convicted about my health. Cause I want to be in the healthiest place. My voice, my vocal cords are there mentally so I can write songs. I'm just trying to like, <laughs> love that. No, I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think we should all be more like that. You're both voracious learners, which is awesome too. Mm. Um, do you guys know love languages? Oh yeah. You guys know that? Oh yeah. What's your love language? My love language is, which I was surprised by, because I thought it was physical touch and quality time. It's not physical touch. Okay. It is actually acts of service. Really? I love it. I love it. And, I, and this is for, this comes from growing up because my dad is an acts of service guy. So I would do things like, when I would use a car, I'd fill it up with gas. 
when I would be in town, I'd pick up some groceries just to make sure we had food. My dad loved that kind of stuff. I, you know, if I could, I'd leave a hundred dollar bill in the drawer whenever I could like those kind of acts of service. And so I learned that growing up and I didn't realize that I missed that out of a, out of a partner until I realized, Oh, I love it when Jimmy surprises me with like getting my like favorite kind of chocolate and didn't tell me or like, he'll, I don't know. I just love it so much. So yeah, acts of service. I didn't think I was that person, but I am. And quality time. Sean never fills up her own car either with gas. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> but what's Dirty yours? laundry. What is, you know my, you know me better than I do. Yeah, yours is physical touch touch and... Um, like um, affection. No, 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 no. It's the... Uh, words. Words of affirmation. Physical touch like and words of affirmation. Too, I, think, I don't yeah. know why. I feel like a lot of guys are words of affirmation. Because our egos are very fragile. <laughs> That's the fishing. Seriously. You're fishing. And yeah. I just did it again. Yeah. I just did I didn't even, yeah. yeah. Jim, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, now, we've talked about that with other couples before. It seems like a lot of the guys say words of affirmation. A lot of the girls say physical touch or quality time. But I think you said something earlier. Most girls talk about body language. And I feel like we can have a full conversation with just your body language. Because you might be saying something to me, but if your body language is saying something completely different, I can't even listen. Yeah. I'm too, like, you say you're not grumpy, but your body language is grumpy. So you're grumpy. He's like, no, I'm fine. I'm like, you're grumpy. And then I probably make you grumpy. I don't know what just happened. I don't know. <laughs> I had to go on a tangent. Sorry. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. Uh, I want you to share your goals that you have. My goals? Yeah. Oh, um, there's a lot of them. Um... I mean, right now in my life, it's very career focused because I, you know, I don't have a family yet. I do want a family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jimmy looks what? good. Baby. I mean, like children. We don't have any children. I, I mean, you have fur I mean, children. I, I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like your focus, like, like, like we we're talking, shifts yeah. once once you have children and your children become like obviously the priority, and that's what I want. But right now, it's very career. I want to, um, like I said, I want to, I want to write hit songs. I want to sell out stadiums. I want to win Grammys. Yeah. yeah. I want to, I want the, I want the, and you know what? If I shoot the, if I shoot for it and I don't get those, it's also You're okay. You're going to do it. But I, but I want to shoot for it and I, and I want to go for it. I feel like right time, right now is the time in my life where like, you know, I've spent 10 years building an audience on, on YouTube and just learning a lot about, you know, when you cover 250 songs, I could be resentful about it, but when you cover 250 songs of the, t of the biggest hits in the last 10 years you learn a lot about what a hit song is and why a hit song is that and then I spent five years in LA like hundreds of sessions every year just in and out of studios learning how to write a song and so I'm glad I put myself through all that but I feel like I'm at like the perfect place where we don't have an, any sort of like real attachments in the sense of like having to be in one place with children so I can tour I can go to China I can do the things that I want to do right now and so I just, I don't know, this, this year I kind of like woke up and I'm like, I just want to, I want to live the next three to five years of my life so unapologetically and just do everything I've ever wanted to do. And I want to set myself up in that way so that in five years, if it doesn't happen, can't imagine it won't, <laughs> if it doesn't happen, I, it's surely not because I didn't try. Yeah. So. Fun fact, Madeline is a superstar in China <laughs> and France, like number one on the charts frequently, right? I have been. It's like it's like searching for Sugar Man. Have you seen that documentary? Yeah, yeah, I have. But you're way cooler. What are your goals? Oh man, uh, yeah, mine coincide with hers a lot. Obviously, um, get that Grammy, um, and 
along with that, I'd like to establish myself in the music world, whether it's management, um, tour managing. Um, hey, so a couple things might be going on on tour. You wanna you want the job? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I think we'll do like twenty stops. So. Let's do it. Tell us where you want us to go, audience. Andrew D, you just interrupted him. <laughs> I'm no, not freaking great. hiring him. I don't for have a tour anything manager. more to say. So was this my interview? <laughs> you passed. <laughs> Good. Continue. Sorry. No, I. That's basically it. And on the side, it's like a totally different thing. I'm learning more about real estate, and I really want to get involved more than we are in real estate. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. What do you consider your role in the business? Oh man. Um. Okay. Day-to-day manager, tour manager, I'd say production, I'd say social media I help with. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when I say production, I say like recording mm-hmm. and editing and scheduling and that kind of stuff. Um, I'm stressed out. Just try to like keep everybody on the same page. Again, you're the whole team. That's what I'm saying. Like he just starts listing his job and then you're like, why do they have any... Why yeah. do they wonder if they're like, yeah, like how is that second? How is that somehow like not equally, if not more important? Uh huh. Exactly. Because if no one, if if you didn't sing, then I would have to, and nobody wants to hear that. So we should try. But you if know what I mean? You didn't like, do it. You did. She couldn't. She couldn't do what she does. Okay. Like yeah. you guys give each other jobs. Yeah. That's you cool. you allow me to have the time to write for eight hours a day. Like true, who has the who can say that they can write for eight hours a day and then and then you go back to work the next day and your entire business hasn't stopped like, yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy. Yeah, if uh, if you were gonna tell listeners to go look up one of your songs, what would it be? I have mine. Red it's, ribbon. Okay, I'd say like a red ribbon. I and I also say be on the lookout for a song called Wisconsin. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's not out yet, but we it's gonna be out preview. soon. It's epic. it's amazing. Great. I think I think Red Ribbon when I released it last year it changed a lot of of my focus on my music and I just didn't want to sing songs or put out music that didn't matter that didn't have some big like larger conversation conversation that was happening around it with Red Ribbon it was about loss and grief uh, I think it's a thing people just don't talk about because it's not pretty and not mm. fun um, and but I saw how important it was to have that conversation and for also for me to be vulnerable enough to say hey look I'm struggling with my grief that I'm going through and that it's okay if you're struggling too. And it was, it just became an open place for people to share it. And I think, especially with pain, anything emotional in life, really, it's like, if you're willing to speak about it, you can begin healing, but you can, if you're not going to talk about it. And so I think with these songs, I want to start conversations around whatever topic it is I want to talk about. Do you think me singing a rendition of Tetris would uh, help or maybe (laughs) discourage people from looking it up? Well, are you going to post it on TikTok? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> playing tetris bodies on a mattress how we fit together <laughs> <laughs> that was soft that was my falsetto okay what was anyway. the big question you had him prep for the best advice relationship or marriage advice that you've either given or you frequently give sorry something that, that you've either received or you give something that came to me was, and she knows exactly what I'm going to say because I shared it with her as soon as I heard it. I was working at a, at a nursing home trying to get more patient care hours in Wisconsin and this older couple who was still living together in the nursing home, which oh, was right. beautiful, 
um, said, just be careful about what you say in heated situations because it inevitably will happen, but how you handle that situation, good or bad, will carry over to the next day, even after it's resolved. So. Wow. That's That's awesome. That's real. It's hard because in heated situations, people, you say anything. Uh, mine just comes from my grandpa. He um, is an amazing person, by the way. He was like a he's a, a church planting pastor who just literally in his little Scooby Doo van would drive around America, just planting churches in different places. And wow. this is, know, my biggest role model for life is him. Um, but his piece of advice for me, once we got married, he's like Madeline. It works until it doesn't. And he said, "What I mean by that." is you'll find a system, you'll put it in place and it'll work until it stops. And then you'll have to find the next system, but you have to keep searching for the systems. Mm. But you can't expect something that worked a few years ago to continue to work now. I, I was like, really like that. That's good. That's really good. It's been really helpful for us because like, you know, the last five years of us being married, even like when I think about my YouTube channel, it's just like things work until they don't and then you figure out the next thing. Yeah. But I like the, that, that there's hope for figuring out the next thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. To your point, I, uh, I've been thinking about how it's a kind of a paradox in marriage where it's a person you're most vulnerable with that allows you to be somewhat disrespectful to them sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And then also the vulnerability opens you up to like more damage, take being able to hurt someone more than anyone else like in your relationship you know what i'm saying Absolutely. so not losing that degree of respect to your point is crucial in arguments because there's so many that there's so many decisions to figure out as a married couple but that's something that i was challenged with thank you for sharing that but well and then yeah. when we were dating it was like our first second year dating andrew had me read this book called meaning of marriage and yeah intimidating right and then he didn't propose for like two years later and i was like this is really mixed signals um but it's really similar to what you said in the book it says that you can't expect the person you marry to be the same person your entire marriage that's how marriages fail is you get to this point where you're like you've changed so much you're not who i married i miss Mm -hmm. that person and that's not being fair to your significant other because we all evolve and we all change and we go through life experiences that make us different and you have to figure out a different system for it. But we really respect you guys. Thank you for taking the time to join us. I feel like there's such a weird thing that we do. I feel like it's a relatively new thing to like the history of the not working together as a couple, but like the social media game where it never stops and um, having friends like you who are open to sharing and discussing that with us is crucial to Sean and I. So thank you for thank you for being those friends. Likewise, we yeah. love and respect you guys, and thanks for having us. Okay, yeah. here's your chance. Pimp yourselves out. What's coming out? Where can people find you? I have an album coming out. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy B. <laughs> no, don't go even, for it. Don't. You can follow me on TikTok, Madeline Bailey, right now. I, say, I might switch over to Madeline. I'm not really sure yet, but uh, yeah, follow me on TikTok so you can fulfill my dream of becoming TikTok famous. Um, <laughs> Let me throw it out. No, but for real, uh, you can follow me on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, probably all the social medias, to be honest. If you're in China listening to this, you can follow me on all the Chinese social medias, which are not the same as the US. Um, wow. And, and then what 
Um, I need to look forward to look forward to a lot of original music coming very soon. Very excited about it. Wisconsin being the first one. I have to say it's really exciting <laughs> seeing all of us come out, all of your original music, because what was that? How many years ago? We knew you guys in Tetris was one of the first mm-hmm. ones. Playing Tetris. Tetris <laughs> on the <laughs> <laughs> But it's really cool to see what you've been doing, where you're going. Thank you. But I'm excited. Jimbo? I have an Instagram. I post there probably by a yearly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's called Jimbo Slice of Life. You can check it out. Yeah. Love it. Madeline just hit 7 million subscribers on YouTube and got your first gold record. First gold record. That's freaking epic. It's insane. It's amazing. Go check her out. Titanium. If you want to hear the voice of an angel, look her up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for your time. Thank you. Wise men say Only fools rush in But I can't help falling in love with All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners, and some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way, you'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.